Begin the Gemara today towards the bottom of Daf Chav Beis Amid Beis, three lines from the bottom. Tanu Rabbana. The Rabbana taught in the Brayse. This is continuing the subject we had before when you have two Adim that are contradicting another two Adim regarding the status of a woman. So Shnai Moimrim Neskatcha to say that she got married. Shnai Moimrim Loi Neskatcha to say nope, she's not married. Harezu Loi so she can't get married to anybody else because there's a doubt about her status. Vim Nisis, if she went and got married to someone else, Loi After the fact, she doesn't have to leave him. To say that she was divorced of a previous marriage. To say she's not divorced. So again, she can't get married to anyone else because there's a suffolk about her status. But over here, the Braise says, in this case, if she went and got married to someone else, takes it. Over here, she will have to leave the second marriage because of the doubt. So the Gemara asks, What's the distinction here? Why in the Reisha, when there's a doubt, we say that if after the fact, once she got married, so then she can stay married. And why in the Seifa, after the fact, when there's a Suffolk here, she has to leave. So Tasis here points out that there's a very obvious difference between these two cases. In the first case, where there's Adam arguing whether she ever got married or not, what is her previous status? What's her Chazaka? Her Chazaka is that she's single. Right? And then there's two Adam that come and say, no, she got married. In the second case, where there's an argument whether she got divorced or not, what's her previous chazaka? That she, that, she, that she was married. And there's, an argument that, and there's an argument here whether she got divorced or not. So we can understand why in the Reisha, after the fact, once she got married, we rely on that chazaka. But in the Seifa, because the, the, the previous chazaka is that she was married, so even after the fact, the chazaka is that she's an Eishasish. So Taisus points out that really, there's this simple difference. But... Based on the Gemara and Yevamis that we learned also, and there it said that even in a case where there's a chazaka, that she's mutter, but nevertheless, that any time there's a suffix and there's two Adam contradicting two Adam, we should not allow her to get married. So even in at least, the Gemara is asking, in the Reisha as well, she should have to leave her second marriage. Or, or the first marriage, according to one, uh, the Adam arguing if she was ever married, she should have to leave that marriage. Okay, that's the question of the Gemara. So now the Gemara gives two pshatim here for this b'raise. First is Abaya, and this is similar to what Abaya said before in a statement of Rabbi Yechenen in the Gemara in the previous daf. Abaya says a similar answer here. Omer Abaya is Abaya This b'raise really should be explained that we're not speaking about two Adam contradicting two, rather it's speaking about one eight contradicting one eight. So now eight echadoyim in One eight comes and says that she's married. And one eight says that she's not married. Both of them are saying in their testimony that she was a penuya, that she that she's single. And vahai the common iskatcha. And now one that says yes, this woman was single, but right now here she got married. So he's really just one against two that are saying that she was single. So therefore, this the words of one against the the other one, or the, or the the one that says against one that says that uh, she's not married, that she is married rather, is is, is two. Yeah, it's 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 considered to be one against two. Again, it's two that are saying that she was single, and then one says, yeah, but this single girl just got married, so it's one against two. So therefore, after the fact, if she went ahead and got married, then uh, and then that says she can stay. She can stay married. Okay, Taisus actually discusses over here because based on this pshat, 
why can't she just go get married l'chatchila? In such a situation, we should l'chatchila allow her to get married. There's two Adim that say that she was single. One says, oh, she, she got a Kedushin. But we, we can rely on this, that two Adim say that her status is that she's single. She should l'chatchila be allowed to get married. Okay, Taisus makes the case a little bit more complicated. Tarvayu b'pnuyok komesadi. Both of them are saying that according to both of them, until now, her chazaka until now is that she was a pnuya. Yeah, Right? So what are you doing? That's, uh, that's real nice. But what are you doing? This word survive pnuya. That's the same concept. That, that is the concept. Of, of correct. And a That's what it's saying over here. Both of them are coming and saying that she has a chazaka of a pnuya. The argument between the two Adim is not whether she got divorced, and another one is saying that she never got married. Both of them are, are agreeing that she was a pnuya, and we have two Adim that are establishing the Chazake of her being a Pnuya. And therefore, one that says that she got married is one against that uh, Chazake. Okay, and that's the Reisha. Safe, uh, what's the Seif speaking about? Over here, the, the Chazake is the opposite. When one eight says that she was divorced, and one eight says she's not divorced. So Tarvayu Ishkamasadi. Both of them are saying in their testimony that this, that this woman has a Chazake of an Eishas Ish. Now the one that says that she was divorced, so therefore he's only one to say that he, she was divorced. The words of one against the words of two that established this chazaka that she was married is worthless. So therefore even if she went and got married, she's going to have to leave that second marriage. That's one pshat. Ravashi, another pshat. Ravashi or Ravashi Omar. Loilam tre We can read the Braisa literally as we had it that it's two contradicting two regarding her status. And the Eipach. And what we actually have to do over here is we have to reverse the words of the Braisa. It's the opposite of the way we had it. And the way to read the Braisa is as follows. Shnayim ma'imrim. Two Eidim come and say. We're on Dav Chav Gimel Amar Aleph. Shnayim ma'imrim. There are two that are uh, testifying and they say, we saw that she got married. We were there. We were by the wedding. We didn't see. That's the contradiction over here. In other words, the Gemara is adding in these words. The second group that says that she did not get married is all, all they're saying is, we did not see that she got married. So now, she should not go and get married. And and if she got married, if she did get married, so then she's going to have to leave the second, the second husband. Why? Because there are two Adim that are, selling, that, that are telling us we saw that she got married. The fact that there are other two Adim that are telling us we did not see, we were not by this chasana. So what? That, that's not a contradiction to uh, what the first two Adim said. And the Gemara asks, it's so obvious, Pshita, of course we have to listen to the two Adim that said she got married. Saying that you did not see that she got married, that doesn't prove that she didn't. You just weren't there. Okay, so it doesn't prove anything. So obviously, she's not allowed to get married, and if she does, she would have to leave this husband. Says the Gemara, no, in this case, the two Aiden that say that we did not see would maybe prove something. Because like the case here is, the diary, these Aiden here, they're all living in the same courtyard. They're living together. So now... If they're so close, Mao the Tema would say, if it's true that she actually got married, there would be a rumor about this. At least the neighbors, the ones that live in the same courtyard, should, should be well aware of this. 
So therefore, even though usually the klal is this is an expression the klal the Gemara uses just saying I did not see proves nothing. But in this case, if they're living together and you have no awareness of this that this woman got married, that should prove that she did not get married. Kamash Malan. So therefore, what this Brai says teaching me is the of the inchi the mekachevitzine. It is something that happens that people get married discreetly and the fact that you didn't know that your neighbor got married doesn't prove that she didn't. If two Aiden come and say that she got married, we can rely on those two Aiden and the others that don't know about it, they don't know. It's possible that people get married quietly. Especially if they're Aiden Swin. If they're Aiden Swin, they know for sure they got married. I mean, you can't But the others that don't know, it doesn't prove anything. Seifer, on the other hand, in the Seifer, so what's the argument of the Edim here? To say, again, we add in the word Re'inua, to say we saw that she got divorced. To say we did not see that she got divorced. So so she can't get remarried. But if she did get remarried, she doesn't have to leave her second husband. And what's the reason? Because there are two Adim that say, we saw she got divorced. So because there are another two Adim that are coming and saying, we did not see this, so we don't allow her to go and get married. But after the fact, if she got remarried, we allow her to stay married. Because there are two Adim that said, we saw the divorce. The fact that another two Adim say that they did not see this doesn't really prove much. So the Gemara says, this seems to be basically a repetition of the previous point. What's the Chiddush here? Again, the case would be that they're all living in the same courtyard. And therefore, I would think the fact that the second group of Adam say that they did not see that she got divorced, that should be the, be- the best proof in the world that she did not get divorced. So, it's the same exact point that we said before. What did we say before? That even though they're living in the same courtyard, nevertheless, it's possible that a person gets married discreetly and therefore the fact that they didn't see doesn't prove anything. And therefore over here as well, regarding the divorce, the fact that they say we did not see the divorce doesn't prove anything. So it's the same point as before. Why is the Braiser repeating this? No, so the Gemara says it's not exactly necessarily the same. Because there's room to say, Maybe regarding marriage, it's possible that people get married discreetly. Maybe when it comes to a divorce, if it's true that a woman got divorced, people know about this. Right? This is uh, something which there would be more of a rumor about a divorce than a marriage. So there would be some swatter to say this. I mean... Uh, so the point, point of the Gemara basically is this idea of tzina of it being discreetly you can't compare marriage to divorce the Brites wants to tell you the halacha both regarding marriage and divorce because possibly regarding a, a, a divorce this is something that would be more known so therefore the Brites has to point out both cases separately that for Kiddushin it's possible that people get married quietly, it's possible that a divorce happens quietly, so when two Aiden come and say we did not see her getting married or we did not see her getting divorced doesn't prove anything, even though they're living in the same courtyard so that just changes the whole price of conclusion, what do you mean? before it said by conclusion, let's yeah yeah, the Gemara said yeah yeah yeah, we're switching it around, yeah yeah Okay, the Gemara continues, Going back to our Mishnah. We had a Mishnah where it said two different cases. Okay, this is the Mishnah on the Chavbezim Aleph, where the Mishnah teaches the halacha of a Pesha, so a Pesha The first case in the Mishnah was when a woman comes and says, 
I was married, but I got divorced. So we believe her because we had no idea she was married. She's the one that gave us the information, so we believe her also she got divorced. That's the first case of the Mishnah. Second case of the Mishnah was a woman comes and says, I was captured, but I remained pure. Nobody had any relation with me. We also believe her. Then the Mishnah said, but in both of these cases, if there's Adam that she was married, or there's Adam that she got captured, now I'm not going to believe her to come and say she got divorced, or that she had no relation with nobody, because it's not her telling us this information of the Isser. It's Adam that are telling this to us. Then the Mishnah concluded, the line that the Gemara brings here, If those Adam that come and say that she's Osir, arrive after she already went and got married or remarried so then it's too it's too late and then we say she could remain married okay so now the question is this line of the mishnah there's a go on the first case of the mishnah when the discussion is whether she got married or not or there's a go on the safe of the mishnah where the question is whether she was captured and when she was captured did she have a relation with anybody then or not what is it going on says the gemara there's an argument Rabbi Yishi says, this case of Adam coming after the fact when she got married goes back to the beginning of the Mishnah, when the question is whether she was married before. Rabbi Baravin, Masin La Sefer. However, Rabbi Baravin says that this goes on the second case of the Mishnah, where the question is when she got captured, whether she had a relation with someone else. So Mandam, so explains as follows. Mandam, Masin La Reisha, Rabbi that says that this halacha, that after the fact, once she gets married, that she should remain married, that it goes on the Reisha, where the question was whether she was married before. Koshkena Sefer. Most definitely, I could be lenient about this, that if the Aiden come after the fact, that she could remain married. Why? The rule is, when it comes to a woman that got captured, over here, Chachamim were, were lenient with her status, more than in a situation where there's a question about, uh, about a woman, whether she was married before. This is actually also based on a Mishnah, we're going to learn a little bit later here in this Patek, where the Mishnah there says that there are certain leniencies, Chachamim said, regarding a woman that gets captured amongst Goyim, even though there is an assumption that she had a relation with those Goyim that captured her, but nevertheless, there are certain leniencies, Chachamim said. And those leniencies don't apply when there's a question of whether a woman was previously married. So therefore, we could say that if he, he says, if, the, if Rabbi Yishia says that this kula here, that after the fact, when Aiden came and said that she was married, but it's, too, it's already after she already got remarried, we trust her that she got divorced, for sure, regarding the second case of the Mishnah, where the question is regarding her being captured, and over there, Chacham were more lenient, so for sure, if Aiden came to tell us after the fact when she got married that she was captured, for sure, we're going to allow her to remain married. But on the other hand, the man the Matzin Law Sefer, Rabbi Bar Oven, that taught this leniency here on the Sefer regarding when she got captured, but in the Reisha, where Adam come and say that she was married, and now we have to trust her that she got divorced, and the Reisha, even after the fact, when she got remarried, we're not going to trust her. Says the Gemara, Should we say that Rabbi Oishia and Rabbi Baravin are arguing in a statement that Rabbi Amnuna said, which was quoted before in the Gemara? What did Rabbi Amnuna say? So if you remember, before Rabbi Amnuna said that a woman is believed to come and say that I am divorced, without even presenting any proof, without even bringing a get. Why? Because the Gemara said that it's very difficult for a woman to have the chutzpah to come and tell her husband that she's divorced if it's not true. So if she's saying it, that itself is the biggest proof that it is true. That's what Rabbi Amnuna said. 
So now, if so, we can say that maybe that's what they're arguing about over here. Is this actually true? The man, the Reisha, the one that says on the Reisha, that after the fact, if she got remarried, even though there are Adim that said that she was married before, but still, after the fact, we allow it to be remarried to someone else, and we trust her that she got a divorce, is the Rav Amnuna. He's basically relying on this that the Rav Amnuna said, that we trust her to say that she got divorced. The one that says that only in the Sefer regarding a case where she got captured, over here, we're going to rely on her, that she's, that she's pure, she didn't have a relation with anyone. But not in the Reisha. In the Reisha, we do not trust her that she got divorced. Let's play the Rav Amnuna. That's because he disagrees with what Rav Amnuna said regarding trusting her for the, for the divorce. Says the Gemara, not necessarily are they arguing about what Rav Amnuna said. Why? The Kula Alme Islu the Rav Amnuna. Everybody would agree to what Rav Amnuna said. What was Rav Amnun speaking about? So the Gemara explains, over here, what they're arguing it is as follows. One opinion here is, As the Gemara quoted it before, when Rav Amnun said a woman is believed to say that I got divorced, that's because she's facing her husband directly. She's saying it to his face. That's a very big chutzpah. Over there, Rav Amnun says that, it, that it's true. We believe her. If she would come and say that I got divorced and it's not in the presence of her husband, over here, even if it's not true, she could have that chutzpah to say that she's divorced, so therefore we don't trust her. And that's what we're talking about over here. Over here she's saying this, not in the presence of her husband, so it's not the same thing, we don't trust her. The first opinion of Aisha holds that even if she's saying I got divorced and it's not in the presence of her husband, that still takes a lot of chutzpah. And therefore if she's saying it, we have to believe what she's saying. Unless she got divorced the same day. Right, exactly. We learned that before. The Edom are saying that she's married. So the moment the Edom say this, she loses her koyach of Pesha Asa. Her whole trust was based on Pesha Asa. The moment the Edom come, she loses that koyach of Pesha Asa. That's what I'm asking. If she, she, since she said it first, she mm-hmm. brought the whole thing out in the open. Now the Edoms, they, they even came. Edom is saying this. She's saying the same thing the Edom is saying. She's not contradicting. And a Hanami, but she loses her whole trust to say that she's divorced. Now we're going to have to find a different reason to trust her that she's divorced. You can't anymore rely on the Peshasa. That's the question here. Should we rely on this that Rav Amnuna said that she would, wouldn't have the chutzpah to say this? But you can't anymore rely on the Peshasa once the Edom came. Okay, now the Gemara focuses on a different aspect of this, what it said here in the Mishnah, that after the fact, we allow her to remain married. The Mishnah, this is Bo Edim, if after she got married, then Edim came, so then it's, it's, uh, we are allowed to remain married. So what does this mean? So the father Shmuel, Amavu de Shmuel, so he says, Loi Nisis, Nisis, Mamish, when it says here, after the fact that she got married, so we allow her to remain married, it doesn't literally mean she got married. This even means, once they gave her the heter, they allowed her to get married, even if she didn't actually get married, she could already uh, go with that heter, and we don't take back the heter. Says the Gemara, but how could you learn this into the Mishnah? The Mishnah says that once she got married, she doesn't have to leave. If it's speaking about not leaving, doesn't that mean that she actually got remarried? 
Says the Gemara, what it means is, It doesn't mean that she's leaving her marriage, but it means that we don't take her out from her previous heter that she was granted. And therefore, even if she did not get married, she can keep that heter. We learned in Abraisa the following halacha. Omra, a woman comes and says, I was captured, but I remain pure. And the Yashli Eidim Shetahirani. I have witnesses that will prove this, that will tell you that I remain pure. So, Ein Oimrim, we're not going to say, Namtenachi Yavoyu Eidim. Let's wait until she brings those Eidim. And then we'll allow her to get married to a Koyin or to anyone she's kosher. Ella, rather, Matida Noisamiyat. We are Mata her right away because she, she is believed for this. She's, uh, she's telling us she got captured, so we believe her. So they will matter. Now what happens if they will matter to go and get married? And then the Edim she said, she has that know that she's tar, comments and they say, we actually know nothing. We can't, uh, we can't testify for her. Nevertheless, she doesn't have to leave this marriage because again, we, we still trust her. We still rely on that Peshasa. Exactly. All the Edim are saying is we don't know. But she's saying, I got captured and I am pure. We rely on her. However, if even after the fact, Adam come and clearly said that she was Tome, so this is a new case. And until here we were discussing what happens if after the fact, Adam come and say that she got captured. So now she loses her Kayach of Pesha Asa. But she, not, we don't necessarily know that she had a relation with a guy. But what happens if Adam actually come and say, we know for a fact that she was Tommy with a guy, then she got married to a Kayan. And she has children with this Kayan. So nevertheless, Tate says she's going to have to leave this Kayan. Her children are going to be Halalim. Her children are Pasul Kayanim. So even after the fact. Mara brings a story. Hanish Vuyasa, there were these women that got captured, or actually these people that, are, that were that captured. Shvuyasa means they captured these, these uh, Jewish women. And they came to the city Nerda. They came there, I guess, to, uh, to get the people of Nerda to, to redeem them. So the father of Shmuel went and placed uh, guards amongst these uh, uh, the, the, the women that were captured amongst these Goyim to guard it, to stand guard, to be sure that they're not going to have any relationship with these Goyim. So if they're going to redeem them to see that they should be kosher, they shouldn't have any relation with them. Amalei Shmuel, so Shmuel says to his father, why, why is it necessary to do this? Until now, who guarded these women that was captured amongst these Gaim? In other words, they're already Asr. They already were amongst these Gaim, and we know that they're captured, so therefore they're already Asr. Placing guards now is too late. Amalei, mm-hmm. so his father tells, says, says back to him, but why are you saying this? If this is your daughter's, would you be so uh, lightheaded about this? If these were your daughters that were captured amongst these guys, you would not want me to now place guards to protect them from these guys in there. So the Gemara says, This answer that uh, the father of Shmuel gave Shmuel was like a mistake from, from a person that's uh, uh, strong, a great person. He, shouldn't, he used this expression, if it was your daughters. And then what ended up happening, when something comes out of, the, of, of such a great person, so this actually ended up happening. Now the daughters of Shmuel got captured. And what happened? Their, their captors brought them to Yisrael to get them redeemed there. And they wanted to, you know, for a, a, a ransom to get them redeemed. So now, what did these daughters of Shmuel do? These daughters of Shmuel knew the halacha. 
if it's going to be established in advance that they are captured, and then they're going to come and say that we are pure, we're not going to trust them. So let it be them that are going to tell us that they were captured. And they're going to have now the Kayach of Pesha Asar. So what do they do? So they made sure that the one that captured them should stay on the outside and nobody should know that they're captured. And they told their captors, let us go into the Bismedrish. We're going to let the people in the Bismedrish know about our situation. They came into this Bismedrish, the Rabchanine, and Ha Amra. So one daughter said, Nishbesi, I was captured with Tahirani, but I'm pure. And Vaha Amra, and the other daughter came and said, Nishbesi, Tahirani, I was captured, but I'm pure. Okay, so now, it's all based on what they said. So Sharinu, Rav Chanina that is said that they, they are allowed. Pesha Asa Peshita. We have, they are the ones that are telling us that they were captured. Then what happened? Saif, in the end, after this, all Asi Shuvyinu. Now, the one that captured them walked into the Bismadrish and, and said, we are the captors and we're demanding <laughs> the money if, to redeem them. So, Asa Rav Chanina realized what happened. The Amr Rav Chanina, Benon de Morian Inon. These must be children of a great Talmud Chacham that teaches halachas and they knew this halacha that they should come in and let us know that they were captured. And once they got the heter, so as we learned before, once they got the heter, so after the fact, we don't take back the heter. So they found out the Benaseh, the Mashmul Hagan. These were the daughters of Shmuel. So Rav Chanine says, He told Rav Shemim Barabba, which was a relative, Go and get married to your relatives. And Rashi says he was also a Kayan. So even though he was a Kayan, Abchanina was saying, you can get married to these girls. They're, they're considered to be pure. They did not have, we rely on their testimony that they had no relation with these Gayim. Go and get married to them. So he says to Abchanina, but how can I rely on this? Aren't there witnesses overseas? In other words, they came from, from Babel, wherever they came from. Aren't there witnesses there that they, they are captured? And they, so so if, if so, that could be a problem. And those Adam that are coming from Medina Sayyam can come and tell us that they were captured and now they'll lose their Kayach of Peshasar. So he adds, Tasis actually adds to this, that when it says it doesn't just mean that he was saying that maybe there are Eidim Siyam. He was saying, I know, for, I know, I heard that there are Eidim Siyam that actually know that they were captured. So then, if so, I can't, we can't rely on them that they're pure. So, Rav Chanina answers him, but is less than Right now, those Eidim are not here. And he said the following expression, Eidim b'tzad istan. If there's Eidim on the south, on the, sorry, on the north side, istan is a, means on the north just because there are Aden far away, is that a reason to ask you not to go and marry them? Go ahead and get married to them. And then once you're married, it's after the fact. And if Aden come, as we learned in the Mishnah, after the fact, you would not have to uh, send, you can stay married. So the Gemara analyzes the story in the last detail here. So it says, Time the reason why we allow them to go and get married is because those Adam never came. But if those Adam would come now before they got married, so then it would be a problem. It would be also to get married to them. But why? Didn't we quote before the father of Shmuel said, Even before they got married. Once the hat was given for them to get married, even before they got married, we, we don't take back that hetter. Ravashi, so Ravashi answers, we have to say what the story here was. What Rav Shemim Bar Abba was saying to Rav Chanina is, I know that there are Adim in Medina Sayyam that know that they were Tomei. 
that they actually had a relation with these Goyim. And on that he told him that after the fact, once you get married, then uh, so we're like, going to rely on that. And as long as the Edom are not there, you can go ahead and get married. So that's a much bigger Chiddush. Can you rely with the note of Tamir Chachamim? Is that an added factor that, I mean... I don't know. The mother doesn't say that here. You have two women that were captured. Now, Zaysay Meres, one of them says, Nishbesi Tahirani. Yes, I was captured, but I'm still pure. The Zaysay Meres, the other one says, Nishbesi, I was captured, the Tahirani, but I'm still pure. Einon Amonis. Both of them are not believed to say about themselves that they are pure. As Rashi says, what this Mishnah is speaking about is, we have Adam that they're captured. So there's no Peshaz there. We can't rely on them that they were pure. Now, but if each one is not saying testimony about themselves, but they're saying about the other, that the other one was pure, then then they are believed, and Rashi points out, this is based on a Mishnah that we're going to learn later, that says that when it comes to women that were captured, Chachamu are extra lenient, that you don't need Edim to prove that they remain pure, you could rely on Eid Echad and even on a woman to say that she remained pure. So therefore, each one could say Edus for the other, but you can't say Edus for yourself. But for the other, you could. Let's see. The Mara here now brings a Braise that brings more details about this. Tan Rabbanon, we learned in the Braise that there could be four different scenarios regarding these two women that got captured. So one scenario is as follows. So one woman comes and says, I am Tommy. Yes, I had a relation with the guy. But my friend, she is pure. Nemenes, she's believed for both of them. She's believed to say on herself that she's Tomei. This is based on what we learned before, Shavya Nafshah Chatichadi Yisura, that she's, she's Oster. And uh, the, I mean, the truth is, yeah, yeah, she's believed on herself to say Shavya Nafshah Chatichadi Yisura. And for her friend, she's also believed to say that she's Tahira. As we just learned in the Mishnah, you believed to say for your friend. The next case, if she said the opposite, Anit Tahira, I am pure, my friend became Tomei. Then Ainan Amenah, she's not going to believe to say this for both on of which, them. On which thing, both of them? On both of them, she's not believed, right? Then the third case is, what's if she said, both, me and my friend, we became Tomei. For herself, she's believed to say about herself that she's Tomei. But she's not believed to say that her friend is Tomei. What's if the case is she says, She's saying, me and my friend were both Tahira. Then, as we said before, you are believed for your friend to say that she's Tahira, but she's not believed to say regarding herself that she is Tahira. Those are the four cases in this Braisa. So now, the main point that Gemara is going to focus on is, what are we speaking about here? Do we have Adim that tell us that she got captured? Or is this a case where there are no Adim telling us that she got captured? Oh, Mamar. So now, what did it say here in the Braise? The Gemara begins with the second case here. So it said, So the second case was, she comes and says that I am Tahira and my, my friend is Tameya. We don't believe her. Why do we not believe her? What are we speaking about over here? If there are no Adam telling us that she got captured. So Al-Atzma, regarding herself, when she says that she's pure, why is she not believed? She's the one that's telling us that she got captured. She should be believed for itself. She's saying, she's the one that's telling us she got captured and she's saying she's pure, she should be believed. So obviously, what is this case in the Braise speaking about? The Ike Edim. We must say that we're talking about over here that there are Edim that already said she got captured. So therefore, she's not believed to say that she's Tahira. 
Now, so let's look at the middle case, the next case of this b'raisa. What does it say? A woman that comes and says that I am a friend, both are Tomei in this captivity. So then she will be believed only for herself. She's not believed to say regarding her friend that she's Tomei. So the question is, if this case is the same as the previous case, that there are Adam here that's saying that they got captured, why is she not believed to say regarding her friend that, uh, that she's Tommy? Over here there, there are Adam. If, if there are Adam that are saying that she got captured, so then that she should be believed for this. So in this middle case, what is what you must say that, that it's speaking about over here, that there are no Adam for this that they got captured, right? So therefore she's not believed to say for, um, she's, not, she's not believed to say for a friend that she's Tommy. That's, that's, this, that, that's this case, which is the third case of this Braise. Now, let's look at the last case of the Braise. The last case was, She comes and says, I and my friend, we're both toy. So what did it say? She's believed to say her friend is tar, but then in a menace alatzma. She's not believed to say regarding herself that she's tar. Now, what's this case? If the case here is that there are no Adim that tell us that, they, that she was captured, why should, would, would she not be believed regarding herself that she's tar? If she's the one telling us that she got captured, she should be believed regarding herself as well. So in this last case, it's clear that that the case over here is that there are Adam telling us that she got captured. So therefore now she's not believed to say on herself that she's tired. What's our problem here in, in, this, in the understanding of this B'raise? Reishe V'seife, it comes out that in the first case, or this is actually the second case, in the beginning of the B'raise, the Reishe, and in the Seife, and in the last case of the B'raise, the Adam were forced to say that there were Adam telling us that she got captured. And Metzius said, like Adam. In the middle case, we're forced to say that there are no Adam. So this is strange. One Braise, and they're not all the same case. So the Gemara here has two interpretations for this Braise. Omar Abaya, Abaya says, In, yes, that's true. Reisha v'seifu deke Adam. The first case, or really the second case, is speaking about when there are Adam that she got captured. And the Seifu is also speaking about when there are Adam she got captured. But Metzius said, like Adam. And in the middle case, there are no Adam. That's that's the way you have to explain this price. It's not all the same case. Rav Papa, Ma, Rav Papa has a different interpretation. Very interesting interpretation here. He adds a detail to this price. Kula the Ike Edim. The entire price is speaking about that there are Edim that tell us that this woman got captured. But there's another point here. And in all the cases of the price, there is an Eid Echad that's coming and saying the opposite of what the woman says. Whatever the Braise tells us the woman is saying, in all of these cases of the Braise, there's an Eid Echa that comes and says the opposite of her. So now, now, now the entire Braise will make sense. And the Gemara goes through it, all four cases, from the beginning. Let's see. So the first case was, Omra, if she comes and says, Ani and that I'm Tomei and my friend is Tair, and now, Omra, Eid Echad. And an Eid Echad comes and says the opposite. No, at Tehoira, really the truth is that you're Tehoira, V'chavir Tomeya, and it's your friend which is Tomei. So now, what did it say in the Braise? That on herself she's believed, but on her friend she's not believed. Why is she believed for herself? Ihi, for herself, Shavisa Lenafsha, Chatichadi Yisura. Even though there's an A that says that she's Tehoira, but she says about herself that she's Tomei, she so she can make herself Asr. So therefore for herself she's believed. Chaveirasa, 
So, so therefore, again, so what does it say there? So she's going to be, yeah, she's going to be believed for herself to be Tomei. Chavei Rasa, now for her friend, she's also going to be believed. Mishtarye Apumadida, her friend will be mutter according to what she's saying, that her friend is Tomei. Even though there's another aid that says that her friend is Tomei, but she is saying that her friend is Tomei. And therefore, if she's saying her friend is Tomei, we, uh, Tomei that is, we accept what she's saying. And once we accept what she's saying, She's as strong as two Eidos, and we don't pay attention to the other aid that says that her friend is Tommy. She's a lady. So he's there, a, he's a but it doesn't matter. We, we, once we accept what she says, when we believe her, so then she's as strong as two Eidos, and we don't accept what the other one says. Now the next case, the second case of this Braisa. Ani Tahira, she came and said, I am Tahir v'chavirasi Tameya, and my friend is Tommy. And there's an Eid Echad that comes and says the, the reverse. Atmeya, no, you're Tomei v'chavirasach Tahira, and your friend is the one that's tired. So over here, what's going to be that Lacha? Ihi, so she, regarding herself, she's not going to be believed. Kiv and the because there are Eidim that say that she got captured, Lav kol Kemina, she's not going to be believed regarding herself to say that she is Tahir. Chavirasa, now regarding the friend, Mishtarye Apume the Eid. Regarding her friend, even though the woman is saying that my friend is Tomei, but because there's an aid that's saying that the other woman is tired, so over here we're gonna go we're gonna go by what the aid says. And the aid says that she's tired, so the friend is gonna be tired. Right? So basically in both of these cases we're relying on an aid echot to be Matai, the friend. In the first case, we're relying on the woman as the Eid Echad to be Matai, her friend. In the second case, we're relying on the Eid Echad that came here to be Matai, the friend. Okay, now we go to the next case of this Braise, the third case. Ani v'chavirasi temeya. If the case is that both, she said that both me and my friend became Tomei. And now, again, the case is that there's an aid here that's saying the opposite. Va'amala and an aid Echad comes and says, No, at you and your friend are both tired. So, is she believed for herself? So, ihi, for herself, yes, we accept what she says. For herself, she's making herself us, and she's believed for this. Now, regarding her friend, though, we're not going to believe her. For her friend, she's going to be mutter, based on the aid that's saying, which is her friend, the woman is saying that... Uh, that, that she's tired. Uh, sorry, again, we're going to believe the aid, not, not she herself, but the aid. The aid is saying that she is tired, so therefore we accept the words of the aid that she is tired. And now the Gemara asks on this, if this is the explanation of the third case of the Braise, Hosu Lamali. Why do we have to say this Allah of the third case of the Braise? Hainu Reisha. This is identical. This is saying the exact same thing as the Reisha. The, the fact that she's not believed on herself, is because, or again, the fact that she is that she is believed on herself is because Shavli Nafshach Atichadi Surah. That's the same thing it said in the first case of the Braise. The fact that she's not believed for her friend, that's because we believe the Eid Echad for her friend. So why, uh, why does it have to repeat the same point as it said in the Reisha? So the Gemara answers an interesting thing. No, Ma'u Deteme here, I would think to say as follows. Hani Tarvayu Tahires Ninu. Really, the truth is, both of these women are tired. And we could rely on the Eid Echad that says that both of them are tired. And this, that this woman is saying that I am Tomei, why is she saying this? It's because she cannot stand the fact that what's gonna, what could end up happening is that she's going to be tired. Uh, again, that she's going to be Tomei and her friend will be tired. She doesn't want to be different than her friend. So therefore she says, you know what? I'm going to come and say that I'm Tomei and I'm also going to say that my friend is Tomei. 
So that, really both tar. but they're really both tar. If you think about this case, this is a very strange case here. You have Adim, or not Adim, you have one Aid here. You have one Aid that's saying, I know for a fact that both of these women are Tahir. And the, the, the woman herself comes and says, no, me and my friend became Tomei. So, so what happened over here? I mean, so why is the eight saying that they're both tired? So there was a Svara to say, what really happened is, this woman did not want to come and say testimony for her friend that she's tired. Because she knows that she's not going to be trusted to say for herself that she's tired. So she can't stand the fact that her friend is going to be tired and she's going to be Tomei. So therefore she figures, you know what, I'm going to say that I'm Tomei and my friend is Tomei, so we'll both be equal. I am rooting it for myself, it doesn't matter. That's the Swara that you would have thought to say over here. Kamash Malan, so therefore this, this teaches us that no, that we do not, we don't, we don't say the Swara of Thomas Nafshi and Pelishtim, and therefore, uh, we, we, uh, therefore, for herself, for herself, we will accept what she said, that she is Tommy. Okay. The Achrayim do add to what the Gemara is saying over here. The case must be, when the Gemara is thinking to say that maybe we should accept the fact that she's tired for herself, after the Eid Echad came and said that she's tired, she agreed to the Eid Echad. She said, oh yeah, right, it's true, it's true, what the Eid Echad is saying is true that I'm tired. If she never came around to agree to what the Eid Echad says, and she still is holding to her words that I am Tomei, so then she's still going to be awesome. But what happened is, after the Eid Echad came and said that she's tired, now she pipes up and says, oh yeah, yeah, it's true that I'm tired. So therefore we would have a svara to say, the only reason she said before she's Tomei is because she didn't want her friend to be in a higher status than her. Thomas Nafshim Palishtim. So therefore the Gemara says, Kamash Malon, that we don't say that. Once she said before that she's Tomei, she can't take that back anymore. Okay, the last case, again. Even though the Eidechad is saying Toy, but Shavi Nafshacha Tichadi Surah, she already made herself Asr. The last case over here is, if the case over here is that she's saying that I and my friend were both Tahir, and now the Neidechad came and said, that both you and your friend are Tomei, so what's going to be the halacha? Regarding herself, because there are Aiden that say that she was captured, she's not believed to say about herself that she's Tahir, but her friend, for her friend, she could say Edis that her friend is tired. That's the kula that she can say Edis for her friend that she's tired. Well, again, the Gemara asks, Ha, Su, Lomali, why do we need this case over here as well? Hainu, Reisha, Dereisha. This is the exact same point as it said in the very first case of the Braise that you're believed to say Edis for your friend that she is tired. So the Gemara says, no, there is a Chiddush here. I would think to say, Ki when is she believed to say for her friend that she's Tahir, if she's saying about herself that she's Tomei. That shows more and more of an honesty. She's saying about herself, I am Tomei, but my friend is Tahir. So maybe then we believe her. But if she's coming and saying, me and my friend are tired, so who says, maybe we should not believe her. Maybe she's only saying her friend is tired because she really wants to be Matai herself. And she's not believed to say that she herself is tired. So maybe in such a case, when she's saying both of us are tired, we should not accept what she's saying. Kamash Malon, that's the Chilish of the last case of the Braise, that even in this case, she is believed. Yeah, uh, 